take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You're now listening to From the Pit. I guess I'm taking it. Welcome to From yes. the Bit. Where, what do we do here, Frank? Oh, that is very simple. We bring you everything from radicalized Furby chugs to blackened whale song. There you go. Blackened whale song. I'm surprised that hasn't been a thing yet. Oh, oh it is. With them killer whales. They actually have corpse paint on. That's true. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. All right. Hey. Uh, for anyone tuning in for the first time, we dig through Bandcamp, find any new bands that we can, and we bring them to you. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So we're going to jump straight into recommendations. Uh, I believe we're starting with Mike. Oh, are we? Yeah. I, I'm just trying to make it natural, like the last don't, time. Don't, don't, you... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're starting off with, uh, Six Grams Eight. That's a band straight out of... I had it picked. Fucking. You had time for this. I, it was... I, there's no excuse. Yeah. Colmar, France. Um, Tom, let's, uh, let's, let's run the clip. I too enjoy surgery with a sledgehammer. Mm. That they, these guys just crush through nine songs. Um, there's two vocalists, so it makes up a six piece. Okay. Um, it's like blackened hardcore. It's just what it is, mm-hmm. and it that's what it is through every second of every song. Then there's nice little, like that one bit we heard when the beginning went into the part where the chug pattern was a little bit off. It keeps it interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And I really like what I heard, so. Oh, yeah. If you like that, I mean, like like I said, that's what you're going to be getting pretty much through the whole album. It's sweet. So, again, 6 grams 8. Um, that'll be at 6grams8bandcamp.com. Grams, uh, I believe, is G-R-A-M-M-E-S. Yes. And that was off the album... Aldebaran, and that was the song Circle of Time. Right on. I like it. Yeah. Fucking heavy. Mm. Next. Wounded Pig. So this is a two-piece, and that surprised me. But, I mean, once once it was brought up, I totally realized that that was an electronic kit, like drum kit. Oh, okay. Um, and these guys are out of Mount Gambier, Australia. 
doing my best on the pronunciations. And let's play that song. So yeah, yeah, crusty, punky grind. Yeah. Like, yes, all of those things. A lot of... Mm. That's... <laughs> so, like... You know, they're... Uh, they're they're brutal people. You know, the, the song titles and, and themes are probably going to be pretty gnarly. So just keep that in mind when you go looking. Because you should totally go looking. But... You know, everything is totally gnarly and tasty. It, yeah, I mean, it's crusty grindcore. Yeah. 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 There's there's certain things you just expect out of that. When genre. I really thought about it, I was just like, this is really par for the course, and I think I'm overthinking the situation. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. 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 There's also, in the, the music that we listen to, especially like the, um, what is it, the like the brutal slamming death or anything like that, they make absurd shit just because they like it like yeah you got bands like infant annihilator yes yeah yeah anal cunt yep oh good old anal cunt so this was off a permanent mark um that was released october of 2016 and that was the song tear four now uh this next one do these youtube clips parse out an exact amount of time or if i tell him to let it run a little longer Will that mess things up? No, that's perfect. It, it's ju- the timestamp j- is starts. just for the start. Yeah. All right. Cool. Give me, give me a little bit more than a minute on this one because there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack. This one I've been listening to the absolute most. was all of that it just things and they're all good that was fucking like if you're familiar with mr bungle and the mars volta and heavy music that like there's psychedelic aspects there's 
progressive aspects out the ass. I mean, there's just so many different, there's so much to unpack. This is so goddamn good. This, I think it's from 2012 and they broke up. Ah. We need like this kind of stuff is why, like we need to keep it alive. Do what is the, the uh, all the again? information? Yeah, I'm just gushing over how good I love yeah. the album. It's Follow the White Rabbit. <laughs> These guys are from St. Petersburg of the Russian Federation. Um, the album name is Endorphinia. Uh, and again, album was released in 2012, and I haven't had the time to research the members to see like if they're still, mm-hmm. you know, doing stuff, but. Holy shit, this album is just great. It's fan-fucking-tastic. As you guys saw. Like, yeah. Not, like, I'm sure, you know, listeners were kind of like, what the fuck's happening <laughs> right now? Especially with that, like, slowed-down breathing section. But I needed to portray how this really just goes off the... Ra- After the first track... The first track is the most normal the architecture is the most recognizable track two right off the rails i'm a you know me i'm down with that yeah 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 that, yeah i like the weirdness dude it's just, so goddamn good um but i believe that is gonna do me for now that's gonna do you do you do uh, me just fine mm, that would be on to me uh, first band I'm bringing in this week is a band called Falls Apart from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, this is a track called Empty Smile off of their album May Nothing But Happiness Find You. We're gonna go ahead and roll that. So apparently we've talked about these guys before. <laughs> They're so good, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Don't wow. You guys ever listen to me? I'm we fucking talk about like eight <laughs> new bands a week, motherfucker. I I really like them. Okay. I can attest to that. Already. Well, <laughs> you can find them at fallsapartoh.bandcamp.com. God damn it! <laughs> this fucking week, man. It's, yeah. Jesus. It's a theme. Yeah. Apparently. All right. Uh. Well, let's hope no one's brought this one in. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of my fault. I should admit, like, realized that and said something. It's all good, man. I mean, fuck it. For anyone who missed it the first time around. Seriously, though. Uh, this next band is a deathcore band out of Russia called A113. Uh, the album's called Begin. This song, I have no fucking clue what it's called because I can't read that insane Russian shit. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's like that oh, that like alien scripture. Yeah. Um so we're going to go ahead and roll that one. 
Yo, that's like very melodic for deathcore. Yeah, you know, I'm not usually one to bring in deathcore. Um, just something about these guys really fucking struck a chord with me. Yeah, I was digging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it said they're based out of Russia. You can find them at a113.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's hard to find too much more information about them because, you know, Russian. Yeah. But we we know where you can find their album, so. That's the important thing. Yeah. That that catchiness was real. Yeah. Very much so. Normally uh, I have a more difficult time with Deathcore, and I thought that was pretty damn good. So, uh, or death metal. It's funny, I was going to bring in a third band this week. I ended up not doing it because I felt like I didn't really give it enough time to uh, to really talk about everything properly. And then I look on the fucking Trello, and it turns out Frank's bringing them in. So Yeah! Frank- All right, my turn. So, upon my venturing into ben- uh, band camp, found a... I found a band called Caranier. Um, they are from Texas. It is, it's mainly two dudes, but they have some guests, uh, like vocalists, and uh, I think sometimes other instruments as well to come on. From everything I've seen, it looks like they may have um, a little bit more of a following than the bands we usually bring in. Yes, but it was one of those things that I came across that I was like, I this is too good not to... Well, and the thing mm-hmm. is, man, if we haven't heard it, there's a good possibility that there's a lot of other people who haven't either. Oh, shit. Yep. While you're saying that, I would just popped a thought in my head real quick. Um, Instagram people, don't comment on one of my posts and tell me to check out your page. Figure out another way to get us to listen to your music. Because I've been getting a lot of like hip-hop people that are just like, hey, check out my fire beats. And I'm like, look... <laughs> Um, I'll listen, but, like, don't... And the other thing is, like, the ad and drop people. Well, like, that you're not going to get on. rid of. Well, I hunt people out, and I get the fuck rid of them, so don't waste your goddamn time. Well, okay. So, All right. little vent session. So, Karanir is very much, like, as I'm listening to him, I'm like, All right, we got some, like, some like black metal going on here. Wait, that that's kind of more, like, hardcore. Post Rocky? What the? What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm kind of glad you ended up bringing them in because the the bit of time I did spend on them, I was like, I don't, I don't fuck. I what? What the fuck do I bring in for this? <laughs> what? What? Forty five seconds can I pick out of all of this? Um, what I'm going to uh, bring to the table is a song uh, off the album Perpetual Despair is the Human Condition. The song is called. Window to the Void. Same album I was looking at. (laughs) Tom, roll it. Some energy to it. Yes. 
That was pretty sweet. Yeah, those guys are fucking awesome. And just to clarify for everyone, uh, Karenir is C-A-R-A-N-E-I-R. Okay. Be very easy to look up the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're at karenir.bandcamp.com. I actually found out through them because through my uh, listening through Bandcamp, I came across a split that was them with a band called Wilderness. All right. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. So then I went back and found their, uh, their own, like, not split. But the, I was very upset with the split um, to find out that they only did 10 cassettes. And they're like, yeah, it's sold out. Deal with it. Such is life. Yeah, the because that album, the Perpetual Despair is the Human Condition, they still have some copies left. Try to get on that like right away because that is also an edition of twenty. Oh Christ! Did you did you hop on that? Fuck yes, I did. Of course I you what did. It costs to run to do a cassette run. I have no idea. I know that's got to be like a very rare. I don't think so much nowadays that it really no. is. No. It's so common in, like, the fucking metal and punk communities. Hmm. I gotta look more into that. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, but Karen here to fucking... If you like any of those things, be it, be it anything blackened, be it hardcore, or just... Real, like... Even there's the instrumentation alone is yeah. the mixing was done perfectly. Like, oh, I, I really like that one. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm glad you brought them in. That worked out really well. It's kind of funny. What would you have done if you went to put it up and it was up there? <laughs> oh, that <laughs> I probably would have then went with wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well. I believe that's all of our recommendations for this week. Mm-hmm. Kind of flew through that one, but we had to. Today's episode is fucking packed. It's chunky. Lots A of stuff. A million things to talk about. Hell yeah. Uh, so that hey. brings us to... I was, I was going to say, what, what what are we starting with? Well, for the second half. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to say that brings us to uh, our favorite segment yeah. in the show. Because even though we're drinking the entire time we do this... This is the point where we get to talk about drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was it's Frank drinking. It sounded like you're peeing in a plastic bag. Too bad. Maybe I am. <laughs> I do what I want. This is the joy of not having a camera. Tom's not watching. Yeah. He's on Pornhub. Oh. <laughs> Looking at someone peeing in a plastic bag. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so this is the this is the pre segment to uh, brutal brews, as we are still finishing off our first and cracking open the second. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in the meantime, the album that we'll be pairing this week is Sheer Terror's "Just Can't Hate Enough," and we're gonna play a clip of the uh, the title track from that album. Your skin and pride. 
fuck yes. So that's fucking sheer terror. Uh, I hope you all are already aware of them. This is not our first time talking about them. Uh, even on Brutal Brews. Yeah. Um, very, very excited. We'll be seeing them. Uh, Mike and I will be seeing them this Sunday. Excuse me. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but God damn it. They're just, they're one of the angriest bands ever. I was going to say, they really carry that like punk attitude. Yeah. Like, I fucking love it. Uh, and I love, um, you know, especially they were around in a time where like, a lot of the fucking hardcore movement was like this super positive, like fucking PMA and and straight edge and all that sort of shit, which is cool. I like a lot of that, but um, I like that Sheer Terror was on the opposite end of the spectrum, telling everyone to fuck themselves <laughs> and just being angry dudes from the Lower East Side. Like fucking, it's so good. Um, the beer that I'm pairing with this. Uh, and honestly, almost strictly for the reason that I think it's a funny thing to pair with Sheer Terror, is Yard's Chocolate Love Stout. Mm. <laughs> Just can't hate enough. Chocolate love. So, uh, <laughs> any of you who've been with us from the, from the YouTube days, if any of you are still around, you may be saying, uh... I think you assholes did this already, and you are correct. Mm -hmm. um, these things happen when you do all of your planning the day of a recording. Uh, also, it was on the YouTube show, so fuck it. Also, you know what? Who said there's rules to this shit? We don't play by rules. That's so true. get that out of your head right do now. Do what the fuck we want. Yeah, motherfucking anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jacket Love Stout, again, another thing we've spoken about before on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, just, that's, just really racking those up tonight. I know, but, but this to so me, it is like they fucking that chocolate taste is de fucking licious. It's got a slight bit of roastiness to it too, and yeah, I fucking dig that. Yeah, I love that. It's uh, I because th there's so many fucking there's so many flavored stouts out there mm -hmm. where uh, it's just obnoxiously sweet. You know, I know, um, like, even some of the southern tiers, you know, like, granted, they're a little bit of a novelty, but, like, the creme brulee, it's, like... Them, I appreciate, because they are, to me, they are, at what they do, they're one of the best. Not, oh, yeah. Uh, like, they are dessert beers, like... Those, yeah, those particular, I mean, I love southern tier, mm -hmm. and I, I enjoy things like the creme brulee, uh, but, you know, even beyond that, their other beers are fantastic, uh, but... For a while, it seemed like anything that was, like, any sort of a flavor stout that sounds like something you might find in a fucking Starbucks drink, <laughs> it, it tasted like they just dumped, like, fucking flavored syrup into your beer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Love Stout, it's fucking, it's got a, I don't know, it's just right. It's got a good, solid mouthfeel. Um, not that strong for a stout. Mm-mm. A whopping 6.9. Yeah. Pretty, um, I wouldn't call it sessionable, but, you know. Yeah, it, it's not going to totally ruin your fucking night. We can have two tonight, and we're, we're, we're perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Whereas some of the stuff we bring in, 
It's a one and done. <laughs> yeah, we're not drinking two fucking eleven percent beers. Um, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So uh, short and simple this week. Fucking yards chocolate love stout. Sheer terrors just can't hate enough. Two fantastic fucking choices. Go fucking go do it. Go do the thing. Buy the stuff. Listen to the listen to the fucking gimmick and drink the beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have so many fucking things to talk about today. Woo! So much shit. Um, where do you guys want to start? Well, the thought just occurred to me. I was talking to the dudes over at Into the Combine, and Bull of Hell wasn't on the... The show that we went to see? Yeah, what about it? They missed Full of Hell because they weren't on that leg of the tour. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Um, there's another band on that. Yeah. And we were talking because they actually uh, did a little clip. They, br- Their band they brought last week, one of them was Full of Hell. Oh, and okay. I love seeing that band getting notoriety. Yep. Yeah. Because they were ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous. So yeah, I kind of want to talk about the show. Cool. Let's talk about that then. So uh, we all, all, the three of us, all made it out to a fucking show at uh, Union Transfer in Philly, which is a killer fucking venue. It really yes. is. Um, dear God, I didn't even know Outer Heaven was opening. No, that was my first time hearing them. That yeah, is... I, I've heard the name floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit. They were fucking great. Yeah. Uh, on Philly Metal, they uh, ha- there was a show recently that they were playing at, and it's like, well, if you like Heavy and Satan, you're going to like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was pretty blown away. I mean, for that to be the fucking opener on what was just a fucking stacked show. Um Immediately after them, we had fucking Gate Creeper, who we've we've talked about before. I believe their their album last year was on my top ten. Just holy shit! Their whole everything was cool. The back banner, the green lights, just fuck. They fucking. I mean, I've I've listened to them plenty, uh, but hearing fucking Flamethrower live, whew, holy shit! Ugh. They it. It was so goddamn heavy. Yeah. And it was back to back to back to back. Yeah. Just. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> it, it was it, fucking was like, relentless. There's not like that, like, oh, oh, hey, guys. Are you pumped? It was just like. But there was, but it wasn't letting down on the aggression. Yeah. It was just like crushing. Hey, you want to get crushed? Because that's what we're going to do to you. After Gate Creeper was full, full of, hell. of hell. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I've, that kid fucking goes crazy. I've seen them probably about like four or five times in the past year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was easily the best performance I've ever seen by them. They, uh, I saw them recently at Kung Fu Necktie and like, their energy that they fucking bring is just like it's I said manic. it. I, it's, it's I said last week like 
they don't always play for a long time. But that time that they play, it's intensity at max. Like yeah, I mean the the, I don't remember what uh, what they were playing at the time. I just remember it was pretty much all fucking vocals and drums, and he's just spastically like lashing on the stage. Yeah, it, it just, I, uh, nope. fuck. I still like I can't describe to you like how pumped I get and, like when. They open with a halogen bulb, and before going into that, when he screams, man will always fail. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, this is how we're fucking starting the set off. Like, that's <laughs> setting the mood right now. It was, they were so good. If you haven't, and Frank and I have said this countless times, if you haven't seen Full of Hell and they're coming to your area, go to the fucking show. Even if you don't necessarily, like, even if you think, I don't know that they're really, I might go. This go. It's a totally different fucking experience than we can possibly describe to you. I meant when you're talking about when the uh, drummer was fucking going nuts. While, oh. uh, he's going nuts while the, the singer's like spazzing on the floor. Yeah. And like, so at this point, I'm at like the front area where the stage is. Yeah. And we're all freaking the fuck out. So much so that like that's happening. And the dude next to me is just like. His eyes are, like, open wide and, like, peeled watching this. As soon as the whole band, like, comes back in, he just lets out this war cry, slams his, like, his, like, fist up into the air and then back down with his elbow just ramming me in the chest. It was like, yep, this is par for the course. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. They were actually, at that point, I decided, fuck it, I'm going to grab a beer and I was watching from the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Dude, I was, like I said, I was in the front area, uh, like, near the stage. So, I I don't know. I'm assuming there was, like, a normal circle pit happening behind me. Um, I don't know. I wasn't watching behind me. But that area in the front was fucking getting hectic. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were all slamming into each other. I caught, I don't know if it was a shoulder, an elbow, or a fist, but it got me in the face hard. So after uh, after full of hell, we had toxic holocaust. Oh, I have not seen in years, and holy shit, uh, they're they're as good as they've ever been. Mm -hmm. It was fucking insane. Like, uh, right before they went on, uh, Mike, you were saying to me, you're like, "Well, what are they?" I was like, "Thrash," (laughs) and you're like. Well, what kind of thrash? They wind up coming on, and there's just like the circle pit emerges. I was like, that kind of thrash. Yeah, the thrashy type. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, that was so much fun. I haven't been. That that is. You don't see a lot of circle pits nowadays. So, no. You know, I jumped in that shit. Fuck, man. So yeah. good. And uh, I mean, headliner fucking nails. <laughs> yeah uh, man another one like I was so bummed when they when we thought they were calling it quits and I was so fucking thrilled when they came back um I Christ you'll never be one of us is just mm-hmm. heavy shit but like I was saying to you guys afterwards it's so funny because they're so fucking negative and angry and aggressive and every song, they'd finish up and he'd be like, 
fucking thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Like, they went yeah. On, like, a, but to be fair, like, they're... I just said, like, 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 angry and negativity, though, is usually in a... In a positive manner, like almost for like overcoming something. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, um, and it's I, I loved his his stage banter about you know fucking being part of the punk and metal and hardcore community and just how like you know that's one of the things like anyone who doesn't get it that that's it they'll never be one of us. But mm-hmm. it's cool shit. Nails is fucking awesome. Another one that you should absolutely see if you get a chance. Yeah. I will say my, uh, I remember waking up the next day after that show, my ears were still ringing and the inside of my face hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was up early at the gym and I was like, oh God, I don't want to be doing this right <laughs> now. Thank fuck. I had off for once the next day. <laughs> yeah. But so that was, that was fucking killer. Uh, should we should we get to uh, the the insanity that was announced today? Yeah, the the fucking um. So it's official that uh, that Joe and and Chris X and all the other guys over on the This Is Hardcore team have lost their fucking minds. <laughs> uh, this shit is is unbelievable. For anyone not aware of what I'm talking about, the full lineup for This Is Hardcore. 2017 was announced uh, just after noon today, and I uh, let's see, we've got buried alive, which I shelter, which I never expected to see. For anyone unfamiliar, it's one of Ray Capo's many bands. Uh, Ramallah, the I don't know if you guys are familiar or not. No. They were the band that kind of came out of Blood for Blood splitting up. They're doing a Blood for Blood set, <laughs> as well as playing a uh, set of their own shit during the week. Fucking Pulling Teeth, Madball, Disembodied, Martyr AD, H2O, Code Orange, Killing Time, 25 to Life. Uh, I can't believe that's real shit. I, I can't believe that's happening. That's <laughs> bizarre. I mean, terror, all-out war, wisdom, and chains. Earth Crisis. They've got motherfucking Earth Crisis playing this shit. That's uh, Even, you know, earlier in the day, some of the shit that... I mean, they they really brought on a lot of the up-and-comers this year. Uh, fucking Vain, Jesus, Peace, Year of the Knife, fucking uh, Sect, fucking... Oh, what am I looking at? Oh, Activate, Departed, Eaten Alive are all fucking playing. I'm fucking, I really want to see Eaten Alive again, so I'm pumped about that. Yeah, it'll be really cool to see them at This Is Hardcore. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, I know they're newer, but they've worked their asses off. Like, they fucking earned that shit, so it'll be cool as shit to see them. Um, Christ, if you, (laughs) I can't go over every single band that's playing. But go to the fucking This Is Hardcore Facebook and check that out. It's over 60 bands. Four fucking days. You, 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 can't, you can't miss this. If you're in the area, fucking go. If you're not in the area, get in the area and go. Uh, yeah, mm. work's gonna have to deal with me being fucking shit for days. <laughs> oh, dude. Every year, 
the Monday after this is hardcore. I pretty much just sleep the whole fucking day. <laughs> like, Jesus. Are you just... Excuse me. Um, And it's my favorite fucking thing to happen all year. You know, it's like the fucking... It's like summer camp for hardcore kids. It's fucking great, but it's also exhausting. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot to do in one weekend, and there's no fucking... There's no end to how awesome it is. If, if 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 a band's playing you don't like, you walk outside, there's basically an entire fucking punk rock fleet market out there. I'm I'm excited to go this year. Yeah, it's going to be cool as shit, man. So, this is Hardcore 2017. I should probably mention the dates on that, shouldn't I? Yeah, uh, tickets are going on sale the 31st, right? Yes. And it is occurring July 27th through to the 30th. First day at Union Transfer, the second, third, and fourth day at the Electric Factory. Hmm. So, I mean, goddammit, i endlessly excited. Uh, but I'm sure I'll be talking about that more as we get closer. So, want to talk about that uh, little gift we got? Mm. Certainly, yes. A listener, uh, I think the Twitter handle was Abaddon with numbers. I don't know. <laughs> That's if he would, awesome. I should have written that down. I, I wasn't sure if anybody would recognize as like a buddy, but um, they sent us a uh, gift CD, and it was Eglise. So Tom, why don't you run that clip for us? shit is awesome i like, really like it going from every that, time like, i hear it it grows on me more like, i was gonna say going from that almost like spastic like super fast energy to just like going to that, like slow section like and then back into it that that was good yeah yeah uh thank you for sending that to us and you know this, this is proof we've we've said this before if you have a band anything that you want us to check out hit us up more mm-hmm. than likely talk about it. But like you mentioned, man, very much, uh, very reminiscent of Curl Up and Die. Yes, yes. Every time I hear them, that's really the first thing that pops in my head. And I used to be a huge fan of Curl Up and Die, so that's kind of a win. I mean, it's weird the way that Curl Up always used to write their stuff, where it was sludgy in concept, but it was always fast and aggressive. Yeah. Where you'd have more simpler, repetitive sort of, um, like, licks, but... It's just something about it. The the aggression just kept it kept it moving. But those guys are cool. They're uh, from Denmark. The uh, album name is also Eglise. There is a little... How do you, uh, yeah. how do you spell that? E-G-L-I-S-E. 
Cool. And the E's got one of those little uh, little uh, antennas, but you could just kind of type it in and like a Gleese Bandcamp, and it'll. Gotcha. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's that uh, without the little line dot bandcamp dot com. So a Gleese dot bandcamp dot com. Cool. So that's that's easy enough. It's dope. Yeah, I, I love uh, I love when we get shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, another band who contacted us at one point has uh, a release date coming up. Oh, uh, Dawn of Ashes. Oh, so is that the one that has been ambiguous on the Bandcamp? Uh I don't know. So like they're when- the ones who hit you up on fucking uh, Instagram. Yeah, they were liking our pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. They were the big sound symphonic worked with Anon Athrak. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Uh, I The last time I checked, I don't think we had a, a title or any other information on it. I just know they've got new shit June 9th. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did have it. I think I meant to add that information and I didn't. So I'm sorry, guys. But um, just keep an eye out. You know, check their shit out. They're already fucking. They're, they're great. Oh, I'm yeah. really looking forward to whatever they're doing next. I'm excited. So, I mean, the last album we heard was so big and and realized. I mean, this has got to be something. Yeah. So June 9th, keep an eye out for that. A little side note, I've been keeping up on anal Trump. Because <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I need to smile throughout the day. Um, they're, they're up to three albums, so. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, in in the you know the way that they do, uh, Wounded Pigs album is like fifty tracks. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Grind will do its grindy things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's fifty minutes usually. It's one of those things. If someone's like, "What's your favorite Charles Bronson song?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> the fuck, are you talking about? Can like, I just pick like 10? you know, you know the names of those songs. You memorized that shit. I didn't." Jesus Christ. I, my uh my girlfriend the one day was like, I hate when a song is under like two minutes. I'm like, ha I was like <laughs> it's like we're gonna listen to some pig destroyer. <laughs> uh but uh another another house favorite has some new shit coming out. Author and Punisher. Mm-hmm. That's that's out. Um oh, Pressure Mine. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. Let's uh let's play that little little clip from Nazarene. So definitely going a bit more down the industrial route on this one. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. just uh, inarguably. Um, we our our audio clips are obviously far from lossless, so go check that shit out. There's a lot happening, happening oh, in the background. 
I'm not gonna lie, the vocals on that, the both of you have seen the crow, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember like a little bit towards the end when they're going through that, like that one like club and there's that industrial band playing? <laughs> the vocals sound like exactly like that. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, I mean, like I, I think sort of Deftonesy, um, Apex Twin, Bass Nectar, like those. That's what pops to me. It's bass heavy as usual. It's you know, it's real thick, but it it, it definitely sort of walks more of like a like Nine Inch Nails Deftones line than yeah than the previous. I don't know if there's a just I don't know if there's any sort of uh, heavy vocals really at all, and not a problem. Just letting all the, you know the no clean singers people out there know. That's cool. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> so I mentioned it on a on an episode I believe two weeks ago uh, that we have a newer newer local band. Well, no, just a new local band. Gloves off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They only had that one track available at the time. Uh, their whole I think it's an EP. Uh, the VHS generation is officially announced for March thirty first. Nice. Are they are they DIY still? Or are they on Facebook Fast Break or? I I'm I'm not sure to be honest. Okay, just curious. Um, I'll try to get that information, but regardless, um, really really cool. Like I, you know, you guys heard the fucking the song, um, that they had out. I'm really fucking amped to see what they're gonna do. Yeah. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, that track was cool. Ooh, excuse me. Gross. Yeah, what's your problem? You want to talk about what we're doing on Sunday? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I should have pulled that shit up. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you start it off? Ah, uh, well, we're gonna be taking a trip up to Asbury's uh, Convention Center, I believe. Yes. And um, we're gonna we're gonna see the uh, tribute show for the um, past member of Vision. I am not as familiar with Vision as I probably should be, or a lot of the bands that are going to be there, but it seems like a, a can't-miss sort of event, so I'm going to place myself there with Phil. Yeah, I mean, being it's, it's cool too, man. You're going to see a lot of the bands that, like, it's a lot of the hardcore that I was into yeah. uh, at the time. I'm trying to find, God damn it, well, I, I mean, really... Other than having talked about it with you, it's funny because my boss actually asked me, hey, you going to the Vision Tribute Show, and we've talked before, it's not often that your boss is, um, even really knows what all those words mean. My so, boss cool. likes Slipknot. <laughs> I mean... That's, that's where, to him, Slipknot and Pantera is where heavy stops. It's <laughs> adorable. I uh, uh. anyway um so the the fest is called doing it for Dave uh the fucking lineup is ridiculous we've got H2O uh Vision is playing with some people Killing Time Breakdown Burn Sheer Terror fucking Leeway um some of the guys from fucking Lifetime will be working with the Bouncing Souls for a set Murphy's Law Maximum Penalty Bold uh, search ensign. I mean the whole thing. Floor punch is playing. It, it's. I've been meaning to check out ensign since I was like seventeen. It's gonna be H two O. It's another one. I mean it. H two O is so good. 
Yeah. Yeah, in such a such a different way that doesn't really at least not that I focus on. Yeah, I mean that's fair. But um it just um I've been really amped for this. Uh it's cool. I know they're they're donating all of the fucking shit to to a couple of causes that he really supported. I can't remember what they are off the Excellent. top of my head. Um but it's just gonna be a cool fucking day, man. You know, and uh, you're finally going to get to see Sheer Terror. Yeah. <laughs> which, I'm telling you, it's just, you have no idea, man. They just put on one of the one of the best fucking live performances. It's, it's gonna funny be... to say, but I'm looking forward to a relaxing day. <laughs> it, I mean, I know that's what most people wouldn't expect when you're like, I'm going to go see uh, hardcore bands for 11 hours. It's But I think it's going to be chill. I mean, oh, very much so. I mean, in the same way that this is hardcore, as you go, you hang out. I mean, like, there's people, there's mosh pits. It's what it's kind of take what you want from it. Yeah, man. And I mean, I just I love Asbury in general. Um, So I, you know, any chance I get to head up there, I'm always looking forward to. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's it's gonna be a cool one. Yeah. So um. I know uh, I mentioned this to you guys probably over the last like week or two, but um, I was I was detained um, last Monday, so for the sake of the show, um, I saw Westworld, and go watch Westworld. I'll just, yeah. just go watch Westworld. Okay, it's really good. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the of the original movie. I've, everybody told me to go watch the movie and then read the book, but holy shit. It, top five TV shows I've ever seen. I've heard, nothing, wanna, like, I've heard nothing but good things. But yeah, if you've already watched through all that, definitely check out the movie. I mean, there's, there's a lot of cheese to it, mm-hmm. but it was really, it's kind of funny to see, you know, from the, the, the same mind that Jurassic Park came out of, like... Michael Crichton? Yeah. Really? He was doing essentially the same goddamn thing, <laughs> just with cowboys and shit instead of dinosaurs. It, it Cowboy plays robots. On, it plays on different moralistic issues, like do robots dream of electric sheep? Yeah, I mean, that's um, in a more condensed version, that's all kind of there in the movie as mm-hmm. well. And I'm sure expanded in the book, which I've admittedly never read. It just but. thrashes on those emotions for 10 episodes. We, I watched it in two days, so ten hours. Like I said, I've heard nothing but good things. I'll I'll get to it at some point. So, not gonna lie, when you say, like, oh, I was detained, I was like, wait, why didn't you tell us that you were arrested? Like, yeah, that's what I thought at first. I was like, holy shit, you didn't say shit about that. Way to like, make it sound like a terrible thing that you were celebrating <laughs> your girlfriend's birthday with her. I know, it was super chill, but, you know. <laughs> you fucking scumbag. Also saw Rogue One. Nice. Oh, yeah. I finally watched that. How'd you like it? Dude, it's the first time since I was a kid that I felt like I was a kid watching Star Wars. I liked it. I I enjoyed Force Awakens, but I feel like this had a lot more gravity to it. I was was so-so on Force Awakens, like... I, I understand I, the the complaints about it. It's it's a whole thing with Rogue yeah. One. Um, and maybe it's because it's it's a standalone the way it is. But just 
everything about it felt right. I'm going to construct these words without spoiling anything, but that final Darth Vader scene is just the tits. Mm. Terrifying. Yeah, uh, I did not see that. (laughs) Uh, Want to know what I saw this week? (laughs) What? I saw the new Beauty and the Beast. How was it? Actually, it's, it's pretty good. Like, visually, it's very good looking. Um, if you watch the, the cartoon as a kid, you're going to enjoy um, the, the live action. Because yeah, it's, it's like, like same, same songs. Um, there's little things changed here and there, but it's cool. That's cool. I mean, I'm not going to complain about watching Emma Watson. No. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, that's fair. fair, fair. <laughs> be honest. And. Emma Watson playing a bookworm, which yeah. just it's like this makes it harder. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's also she's a phenomenal actress. Mm. So it's you know I I can't really think of of who the fuck else you would have casted for that role. Uh, also, um, like the dude who they casted for uh, Gaston, like fucking nails the part uh, so well. Gaston might be my favorite fucking Disney character ever. I, it fucking kills me because he's. He's such a fucking dick. But you like, love the shit out of him. Not like you love watching him be an ass. Yeah. Like it's not that you actually like him. Dude, the new episode of uh, Last Podcast on the Left is the final part of Elrond Hubbard who oh, does God. Scientology. So anyway, um t- not at all the point, but they're talking about the people that got upset about the um character in the movie and they're like this is a fucking movie about a girl who gets plowed by a buffalo. <laughs> and that's where you draw the line. Uh, well, I know a lot of people are also getting uh, all messed up because it's like they have a gay kiss in the movie. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. And, that's what they were talking about. And the thing that I died, I saw something on Instagram and it has a picture of him from uh, Powerpuff Girls and... The like devil character from uh, Cow and Chicken. Yeah, yeah. And it says everyone's getting all upset about you know Disney's first gay kiss. Meanwhile, I grew up watching two homoerotic devil characters and didn't <laughs> bat an eye. <laughs> it's the truth, though. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I was gonna say something. Uh. Oh yeah, I didn't really. Other than Rogue One, I can't think of. Did I see anything new? I watched. I caught the second half of Passengers. Oh, I heard that was the creepiest, most misadvertised movie ever. Yeah, it was. It was interesting, um, but it was funny because so my my neighbor has a, a hacked fire stick, so we just watch everything at his house. Um, breaking the law, breaking the law. Oh yeah, bam, was it Cody. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just getting more and more ridiculously convenient by the day. Yeah, but uh, we watched. I walked in. It was past the halfway point in the movie, and there's a single. Like thirty second conversation between Jennifer Lawrence and and fucking Lawrence Fishburne, where I was like, "Oh, that's the plot. <laughs> that's the whole thing." Okay, now I know exactly what I missed. Yep. <laughs> but uh, that was a it was a fun watch. I don't know was that it? it was it was all right. I heard like, it was creepy. I wouldn't call it like the. I don't know so much about creepy. I don't know if it was like it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> you know, considering I didn't pay for it. Um. I did have an interesting situation. I had kind of a, a first date sort of a deal. We end up back at my place, and I took the risk. 
I don't know why. Maybe it was because I was a little drunk. You normally don't. It was a risk. I was like, hey, are you familiar with Mystery Science Theater 3000? <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was like, oh, we need to change that. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking back on it now. Like, oh, God, if she had hated that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, Do you know what you just did? That probably made you the most interesting motherfucker right there by introducing <laughs> her to that. But no, it was uh, it was great. She she laughed hysterically at all of it, and I was like, "This is awesome." Uh, so yeah, but I watched a bunch of mystery science theater, hmm. which I, I'm never mad about. I did catch um, the Green Inferno. Yeah, how is it? So some of the I, I mean, I had uh, it ended in such a fucking harebrained way for what the obvious implications were so like it's about some people who are obviously supposed to be like looked down on these uh activists and like sure i kind of see where it was going with all that but it didn't nail that part at all because then those people went to peru to actually like stand up for what they're bitching about so then i feel yeah i feel like if you're complaining about slacktivists right they put it but like those people are actually traveling they put, like, well then that's not slacktivism and they, right then they actually put their life on the line and there was a tense scene between these things and whatever so that all like goes off without a hitch and they like do what they intended to do so it was the antithesis of slacktivism and then they get you know caught up with cannibals and for the first 20 minutes of that event uh, the colors were popping. It was tense. It was, you know, nerve wracking. You get the first kill in, and that's brutal as fuck. And then it sort of, kind of, just peters off. That's that's what I was told. Now, I, like I know the whole thing is basically an homage to like uh, Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Ferrix and like all those. Yeah, and movies. Cannibal Holocaust just kept pounding you until the movie was over. This just petered out and like the visuals were all there and some of the slapstick humor like it was kind of there but i mean especially for the mixed messages and then the kind of decelerate on the tension yeah the end of the movie it's just like it tries to pull this twist ending on you and you're just like no that's a dumb fuck this shit it's it's really not a style of movie that that plays well with a twist no no it's one of those things that you sh- at least I know it's like when watching Cannibal Holocaust, you're kind of at a point where you're just like, yeah, get those fuckers. Yeah. Get them. Like, right. And that's what the end tried to come around and like spin you on your thought process. But it was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. I kind of want to talk about it, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody right, that's interested in it. Yeah. But you be warned, you know, buyer be warned. Like it's too not the worst. It's it shot well. It's it's bright and pretty. And so, uh, what's his face did that one? Eli, Eli Roth. Roth. With, That's if, if, right, I'm, yeah. if I'm to be honest, I am not a fan. I'm you know becoming I've, far I've less of a fan. Been less and less impressed with each of his releases. Who did Drag Me to Hell? That oh. was uh, that was Sam Raimi. Ah, so it's just everything that it's like Eli Roth is trying to be Sam Raimi and he just doesn't, That's, doesn't have it. Drag me to hell was the most misunderstood movie ever. Everybody that doesn't like it. I'm like, you didn't get it. Yeah. You obviously just didn't get it. Have you ever seen someone get actual drug to hell before at the end of a movie that 
that sealed it for me. It was like, look at that shit. It was that I I love Drag Me to Hell, and it, it's funny because anyone who went to see it, being fans of his from fucking Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, got it. Yep. Yep. But if you had no idea, if you weren't aware of that, people who were going to see it as a horror movie because they liked whatever garbage horror was coming out at the time were like, that was terrible. Like, no, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, it really had a lot of the key markers that like modern paranormal horror misses, and that's like a real twist. I mean, like a not, not, tragic story. Um, actual mechanics. Like, yeah. this is a thing. This is what it does. This is what's going to happen. You know, and that's what happened. She got cursed. The thing tortured her for a while. It fucking drug her to hell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> rules. I love fucking rules. Um, I did mean to say back with uh, Green Inferno, I don't think we're ever going to get a... I wouldn't say don't say it. Like, I didn't no, no, feel um, cheated. It was just kind of hair... Like, but if you're mixed messages, dude. Like, paying homage to the Italian cannibal movies. Yeah. Like, you can't make one of those today. Nah. It will not fly. Like... This was a time yeah, period where... I heard terrible shit about 31. Like, this was a, a time period where they were like, you know, we can do this. We can film this. You know the the controversy behind yes. Cannibal Holocaust, yes. right? Where they actually... So when the movie was released, they the director wanted people to really believe that it was real. It became such an issue that he was brought to court and had to, he had paid the actors to not say anything and to basically disappear. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you have to prove these people aren't dead. And they had to, they had to bring the actors in yeah. to, to prove that he didn't murder people, that it wasn't a snuff film. <laughs> yeah. And like, it partially was. Yeah, yes, but you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you can't, they, because of those movies, you can't get away with that today. Yeah, no. they they pushed into the boundaries of of I'm going to show the most horrific shit because nothing's really stopping me from doing that right now. Yeah, and they did it now because of that, I think that's probably why we have like certain associations that are like no 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 you're not doing that <laughs> right. bad <laughs> and I'm okay with that but you know it just what they were just can't be replicated at this point. No. But um, uh, anyway, on that note, uh, I do believe I see something approaching. Uh, I think it's, 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 not it's a th- sign that says KVLT. Oh, no. Uh, well, before we, before we get too much farther, uh, <laughs> let us remind you to check out all of our social media. We're available on all of the... All of the the podcast shit you can find us on itunes stitcher soundcloud all those fun things uh rather than telling you 50 different fucking links just go to fthepit.com and you can find all of it from right there yep i do believe that we have arrived at our destination i do see some scripture that says abandon all hope ye who enter here that being said It's still safe to undo your seatbelts. Of course. Good night, ladies.